Hey there, thanks for listening. Quick question for you. Did you know that the one rental at a time book self-published on Amazon was actually selected by Forbes Real Estate Council as one of the 15 essential books you must read before getting started in real estate? Quite the accomplishment. It's actually book number three. Go check it out on Amazon. One Rental at a Time, written by yours truly, Michael Zuba. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for watching. I wanted to continue the series uh, you know, that I'm calling Landlord Series. And really, again, just kind of show you what's going on. Uh, I did one yesterday about evictions. Uh, I figure the next one we should be doing is about actual income and actual expenses. Uh, I thought what I would do is actually take a spreadsheet that I included in my real estate investing course to kind of sh that shares with students actual income and actual expenses and actual mortgage payments and yada, yada, yada for a portion of our portfolio. Uh, in this spreadsheet, you will see samples of a single 18 unit. Uh, I think I have a couple of 10 units in there that are side by side, uh, a couple of multifamilies and then a bunch of houses. Uh, some that will have mortgages and some that don't. Uh, and again, this is just a portion of our portfolio. It's meant to give you a feel uh, for what really goes on. It's also a spreadsheet that encompasses 31 months. I forget why I picked 31 months when I put this together. I think it was just over two and a half years. Uh, and for whatever reason, the report had an extra month. So uh, instead of backing it out, I just included all the data. Uh, so again, it's the same spreadsheet that I had for my students to give them a feel for what really happens being a landlord. And I thought I would share that with you. So let me uh, bring that up. It's only one sheet uh, with different rows. And again, we will talk about it. So again, just to orient you to what is on this, uh, we have the property street name on the left. I did add unit count just so you can see. Um, the, you know, first one is 18, then the two on Diana are tens. Uh, there's a try there's, then there's a bunch of houses. And I think there's a couple of duplexes in there, A and B. So again, these are, you know, you know, actual expenses that were, uh, given to us right from our property manager. Uh, again, 31 months. I, I believe I asked for 30, but the reports they gave me again had 31. So there you go. 31 months. Uh, again, actual income in the column B. Uh, All-inclusive, so you know, obviously there are vacancies and evictions and all of that, but that is the actual income. If there is laundry, uh, laundry was included as well. Laundry exists in the first three rows. Uh, I think in reality, laundry is on row two, which averages about a hundred dollars a month, and then uh, the second Diana or row three has all the laundry. I didn't divide it up because they're literally next door to each other. Uh, so laundry income is in the row three. Uh, next to that are actual expenses. So actual expenses are property management, utilities, repairs, capital investments, taxes, insurance, all the expenses other than mortgage is included in the total expense column. Uh, you can see that they run roughly 50%, um, you know, on the 18 unit, which is about, you know, about right. Um, a little bit less on one of the Dianas and then a little bit more on the other. Uh, and then you can see for most of the houses, uh, expenses are not even close to 50%. Um, this again is something that it should be of interest. So many people are talking about buying multifamily 
and just assuming that cash flow is better. It could be, it might be, but if you overpay and you have too much debt, uh, you are going to get yourself in trouble. So that's what you have there. Um, next up, you have, uh, again, total expenses, uh, which is already called, then there's the net. That's just column B minus column C um, going down, you know, starting from 153,000 uh, net down to uh, 2,000. We'll, and we'll talk about them, right? They're row 19. It's not a very good performing property until you understand the reason. But again, we will talk about this. Um, then you have the average monthly net. So that's just column D divided by 31. Um, I believe that's what I did there, right? Let's just see. Yep. Column D divided by 31. Then I actually included the mortgage payment. And again, I included the full mortgage payment. So not just the interest. Uh, again, lots of people would just give you the interest number. I think that is disingenuine. Uh, I don't care that I'm paying down part of the mortgage. I don't care that it's a forced savings. I only care about how much net cash flow I have. Uh, because again, that's what I live on. These these people that are trying to make it look like they're doing better than they are is disingenuous and not something that uh, that I want to talk about or even be a part of. So these are the actual um, mortgage amounts uh, or yeah, the actual mortgage amounts that I send, not just principal. Uh, so this is principal and interest. And then what you will see is there's a bunch of zeros in there, I think starting at row nine. Uh, as I've shared in our book, One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Independence, as we exited, we had debt on everything. Uh, but what we've done is we have sold off a couple of things, uh, paid off a bunch of stuff. And again, um, you know, we have you know, various LLCs and entities set up so we can have different piles uh, to spread risk and things of that nature. Uh, but as we were growing, everything had debt. Everything was conservative, but it still had debt. Uh, but now that we're out, and enjoying life, uh, we have a big pile, uh, and this is only a portion of it that is owned free and clear. And then what you see in column G is cash flow. This is actual dollars that we could spend uh, because all expenses and the mortgage is paid. Again, expenses are property management, utilities, taxes, insurance, repairs, capital investments, legal, just everything uh, is looped into column C. Uh, and then what I did is I actually went back and I loaded column H because there are some big capital expenses. Uh, for example, Millbrook had a $30,000 roof. It's all one story, 18 units, three different structures. So pretty expensive roof. Uh, Diana, one of them had four turns and uh, one, it's a flat roof. One of the roofs had to be addressed. Uh, Tyler, one of the units had to be repaired. Uh, another roof on B Street, it's two houses on one lot or a duplex. One of the roofs went bad. Uh, a Street, one of the rehabs had to be done, uh, and, and on and on. And then row 19, Arthur. Arthur is actually a wonderful property for us uh, until we just did a 20K rehab. We took it up. We increased the value. Um, you know, it was rented for about 1100 We did a full pride of ownership remodel of 20000 bucks, and now it's rented for $1,500. Uh, so this property uh, was already a good one for us, but we have increased the quality, raised rents, uh, with a new tenant, right? Old tenant left. We chose to remodel it to our new standard and uh, very happy we did. So in the end, just from this portion of our properties, you can see that we're almost at 12 grand in real spendable cash, which frankly is more cash than we need to live on. We, our monthly expenses are not that big. Uh, and this is only a portion of what we own. But the other thing to point out is we have depreciation write-off. What pe People forget this. 
right? That cash flow number of 11,782, uh, we write off approximately, I think it's like 98 and change, just on this pile of uh, real estate, uh, just from the purchase price, uh, almost $100,000 in depreciation a year, not to mention uh, the additional depreciation we can write off because we did new roofs and things of that nature. So most of this cash flow, if not 100%, will be shielded from taxes because of depreciation. And this is, again, something that is so wonderful uh, because, again, uh, as a real estate investor with this phantom write-off of depreciation, uh, we can live uh, in, you know, on this number and not pay much, if any, taxes. I will let my accountant figure out if we have zero tax liability. I don't know. Don't pretend to know. He's the accountant. He does it. Uh, but again, um, these are things to keep in mind. So normally when you see these cash flow numbers, you can think you're going to pay taxes. Uh, but remember, we have depreciation that we can write off. We don't have a W-2. We're not, we don't have any you know, minimums or maximums. Uh, so we will be taking the full depreciation that we're legally required or legally able to do. Uh, and this is forward. So again, the other thing to point out about this is remember, right? Uh, actually, let me stop this sharing. So the other thing I want to point out is I actually didn't count how many units are on there. It's probably 60 units or so, maybe 65. But we started with a single house back in 2003. It's a pretty wild journey. You should, you should take a look, read the book. It's, it's on Amazon. Got over 100 reviews now. Thank you very much. If you've read it, do me a favor. Leave a five-star review and, and tell me what you thought. I still go back and read all the reviews. So thank you very much. But again, you can work a full-time job just like us. You can live below your means. You can buy one rental at a time. You can let the market help you. You can 1031 at the peak. You could buy with private money and hard money when the market crashes. You could take advantage of the market returning and rent, rents rising 20 or 30%. It's all in this book. If you are interested in becoming a landlord and only owning one rental, you should read the book just to know what's possible. Owning one rental at a time, one a year, one every other year, you can change your financial future. Our journey took 15 years. What, what's your journey going to take? So again, I share this because those are real numbers. I give you, you know, we don't have any partners or anything. So we got in all of these units because of 1031 exchanges. We didn't start with a lot. As you'll read in the book, we started with 40 grand. Um, so it is absolutely possible to scale. So again, go back and look at the numbers, ask questions if you'd like. I'm going to be creating more landlord stories. Let me know what you want to hear about. I'm happy to do this for you. And at the end, have a wonderful day and let me know what you think. And of course, go get the book, leave a five-star review. Have a great day.